I do want to say that I don't think that taking initiative always means doing more work or extra work. There's lots of cases I can think of where I've actually ended up doing less work because of taking initiative. Welcome to Design Life, a podcast about design and side projects for motivated creators. I'm Femke. And I'm Charlie. <laughs> I like that little sing-songy spin we put on it today. <laughs> in, in today's episode, we're going to talk about taking initiative. This is something that I think every designer really needs to do in order to progress in their career. I think early on, when you're just getting started as a designer, it's like totally fine and great to just do what you're told. But the further you want to get in your career, the more you have to use initiative and perhaps do some things that go a little against the grain or weren't exactly what you're asked for, for like better solutions to problems. So that's what we're going to talk about today. I'm really interested to hear your thoughts on this, Femme. But first off, should we do a wee check-in as per usual? How yeah. has your week been? Week has been good. Time is going by very quickly. Um, I am trying to find time or I should say trying to make time uh, yes you know we like to talk in those terms <laughs> yes <here. laughs> um I'm trying to make time to launch my community beta so I finished the community course that I was taking last week and I just need to sit down and and execute I have like all the ideas I have the whole plan like written out in a notion doc and I just need to sit down and make it happen what does executing look like like what sort of things are involved um great question so I'm planning to have like a discord server so I need to set that up and there's like some bots and things that I want to get set up for that I also am doing this beta like invite only so I have like people that I need to personally invite into it I want to make sure that the first like at least two weeks is kind of planned out a little bit with some quote unquote events like or like things that we're going to do and like get together on. So I want to kind of plan that out and make sure that I schedule those in advance so that like the first two to four weeks of the community, there is like things happening and things are going on. Um, So, yeah, just things like that and just setting up some admin things too. Um, eventually I want to make the community paid so I'm trying to figure out during my beta if I have like a free paywall basically or just let them in and deal with that later you know just things like that that I just need to make time to sit down and do nice well yeah that's cool thanks for sharing the details it's really interesting to get updated on this each week yeah I can share more about it maybe in a future episode once I've like launched it a little bit and been going for a few weeks I'd love to kind of report back with some lessons learned because I'm sure there are going to be some of those (laughs) that sounds great let's do it future episode let's not forget to do that because I feel like sometimes we say we're going to do it an episode and then it just (laughs) like we end we hit stop on our recording and then we forget the topic that we just said so (laughs) I know we're very forgetful yeah uh how about you how are things going yeah going good uh same as always it feels like um I don't know I'm trying to think of anything interesting to report on just doing more writing um, doing more YouTube video making. I feel like I'm starting to get into a, I don't know if you found this with YouTube, but I have peaks and valleys of my like passion for making videos. Yeah. And I feel like lately I'm starting to go on the up. Like I'm like, Ooh, I want to make a video about this and I want to try this, which isn't really a feeling I've had for a while. Um, 
I don't know. I tend to film in the like on the one day that I do have that motivation, mm-hmm, and then mm-hmm. weeks go by without me filming anything um, because I you know lose it again. So that's good. I'm going to embrace it while it lasts. We got to do that, right? Embrace the energy flow. Totally. Yeah, I feel like I go through the same, uh, and especially with summer coming up I want to like try and get a little bit ahead so that I don't have to do as much filming over the summer so it's just something that's top of mind for me at the moment nice well should we get into today's topic taking initiative mm-hmm. what um what was your first thought about this I don't know first reaction first thoughts what do you think about it yeah first thoughts are that I find this difficult to do early in your career. Yep. And I think the more <laughs> the more experience you get, the more confidence you have doing this. I think something I've also personally been thinking about lately and I've seen a little bit of chatter about this as well and I think this is related is kind of uh taking ownership and asking for what you want. I feel like historically up until quite recently, I've kind of relied on my manager to just like give me the right kind of work and as I'm like on this growth path to becoming more senior I'm starting to realize that actually maybe I need to ask for it sometimes and like be a bit more vocal about what I want the kind of skills I want to learn on my growth areas and then you know ask for projects that will help me develop in those areas and take a bit more initiative on the kind of work that I want to be doing and ask for it So yeah, those are my first thoughts and some of the things I've been thinking about too recently as it relates to taking initiative. Yeah, that makes sense. And I do think that asking for the type of work you want to be doing is for sure taking initiative because it's, I think it's anything where you're not just sitting there waiting for things to happen to you, waiting for work to come to you. Right. When you're out there looking for the bet, the ways you can be the most effective with your work. And sometimes that does mean doing exactly what you're asked. Other times it might mean needing to go in a slightly different direction because you think that this is a better solution. And those are definitely things that you learn with time. Um, you know, I'm not advising all juniors out there to to think, oh, they've asked me to do this, but I'm going to throw that out and just try it from this completely <laughs> new thing. Like the initiative has to come from an informed, uh, an informed place. But I think it is important uh, because I don't know, it's just, it's just what you need to do to progress. I think it's also what you need to do to make great work. Um, what actually I wrote about this topic in my newsletter recently and what prompted me to like sit down and really think about this is, was a tweet by someone called Scott Balski that said the best designers I've ever worked with go rogue at least 10% of the time in every project. And that's how the product ends up better than anyone expected. Mm. And I think that's true. And I don't think it's just about product either. I think it's about all types of design that this is this is the case for. Can you give some examples, maybe from your own experience or your own career so far, where you've taken this kind of initiative or gone rogue, I guess, in a project? And like, it'd be great to hear, because I feel like when I when I read this tweet, like, to me, sometimes it's like a little bit worrying, like, oh my gosh, going rogue, like what are others going to think about that? Or like, maybe it'll derail the project. So I'm keen to hear some, maybe like a little success story or some examples from you about how this has worked in your case. Yeah, that's a good point. Cause I do think that, um, and I think why I like to call it taking initiative instead of going rogue is <laughs> that does sort of seem to imply a, 
I don't know that it's just you're thinking about yourself and you know you're doing it on your own whereas yeah initiative is feels more positive and it's more about how can I better solve these problems yeah more intentional yeah being intentional about it an example first one that comes to mind I mean I've got had so many of these over the years my team knows that it's rare that I do exactly what they ask me. Um, <laughs> but usually it ends up for the better, so that's okay. Yeah. For example, a uh, very simple, small one, releasing a new feature, need an image to post about this feature on social media. Instead, I say, we should do a GIF instead. It'll right. catch more attention. It's going to have that movement to it. And I think it'll just stand out more in people's feeds. Like, I could have just gone about doing the image or, you know, um, art directing the image, as the case is usually for me these days. But instead, I was like, no, I want to put the spin on it because I think it's better going to serve your problem. Um, your problem is we need to get people's eyes on this new feature. We need to get people aware of it. This will make them more aware of it because it's going to catch their eye better. That's like a really, really, really small way. But um, yeah, things like that is generally the approach I take. And as designers, it's about us going back to the original problem, right? Because people often come to us with the solution. And so it can be taking initiative to work your way back to what the actual problem is and come up with a solution from there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm thinking about my work and some examples from this. Yeah, have you got an example? Yeah, I feel like for me, a lot of the time it's, I think I execute on this by like going beyond the scope of what was asked potentially or like stress testing the design for like future scalability or like, additional features that we're not going to ship right now but in the future we kind of know that we want to move that direction so I'll like you know explore that a little bit to make sure that today's solution will scale for the future solution things like that where I guess it's going like a little bit beyond or a little bit wider broader thinking than just like the the sort of scope in the box from the product manager of like this is exactly what we need to do um so yeah I feel like there's also cases where I've seen more from my my peers uh is like really pushing like maybe the visual design of something like pushing the boundaries of our design system um to like communicate their ideas or like explore something further and see what else we could do uh, if we weren't like constrained to our existing framework so those are some cases where I've seen like designers really take initiative in that like product design part of the process yeah, and it's about having that curiosity, right? Like that mm -hmm. curiosity to think, oh, what could this be like if we pushed it even further? That's how not only we grow as designers, but yeah, we help the things we work on grow and improve as well. I do want to say that I don't think that um, taking initiative always means doing more work or extra work. Yeah, I think there's lots of cases I can think of where... I've actually ended up doing less work because of taking initiative. And one example here that I often use, but I'm going to mention it again because I think it's a good example, is um, we were a partner in this event that like online event summit thing that a different software company was running. And we needed a page on our site to give the access to all the bonuses that we're offering as part, you know, to the attendees of this event. Right. And so... The affiliate marketing manager on the team asked me for a custom landing page, like it needed to tie in with the event branding, but also be our brand and it needed to give these assets. And it was like, when I looked at the time frame of it, it was like a really short time frame that this ask was coming in and looking at everything else that was on my plate and thinking like, okay, how do I prioritize this? Is this really more important than all of these other like, yeah, these other projects I have on? 
knowing I asked her how many people would it be expecting at this event like how many people are actually going to be seeing this page was a good thing to ask because it turned out that like the number was way smaller than uh, the potential of the, the other projects I was working on so what we ended up doing instead of designing and building a custom landing page was just taking like a plain templated page on our WordPress site adding in the event logo doing some nice like text formatting to have sections on the page with the different assets and links out to them and things like that uh, and that's what we went with and it suited the needs like sure we could have put a lot of extra effort in and it would have probably had a good impact especially for our brand like um awareness or whatever with the the people who saw the page but it solved the needs just fine and it allowed me to put more focus into these other like higher impact projects and if i hadn't taken initiative to like ask those questions and dig in and really like question it and instead i just tried to design and build this custom landing page in that short time frame other things would have suffered as a result and that's really i guess as a uh, you know, as someone now in a position to be hiring designers, it's something I'm looking for, not only because I think initiative leads to better results, but it also leads to more efficiency in, in cases like that. Yeah, I really love that example. I think that's a great like showcase of how it doesn't necessarily have to mean doing more work, right? That's not necessarily what initiative means. It kind of reminded me of when I was planning events for our team, uh, we used to run like these design nights. And the first time I ran it, because I initiated the, the event, I did everything on my own. And I quickly realized that like, I don't have to do everything by myself in order for this to be a success and in order to like, you know, own this thing. And so I embraced delegation and I got my nice. teammates to help out and we all kind of worked together and like split up the roles and, and the tasks and things we needed to do. And I think that's still taking initiative, you know, like you don't need to own it end to end solo. Like if, if you want to delegate and work with other people, like another example I can think of is I wanted to improve the like handoff process with my engineers and like instead of doing that myself, I like got together with some of the engineers and like I took initiative in saying, hey, we should improve this. Like, let's have conversations mm -hmm. about it. But then we worked together on like coming to a solution. So, yeah, I don't think it needs to be a solo endeavor necessarily either. And also, I like what you just talked about there in that you had the initiative to even like raise that this was a problem that needed solving right. in the first place. That's for sure something that I look for as well, because in, I don't know, it's probably not the same in product design, but in marketing design, sometimes it feels like everyone is out there to like, um, like work at conspire against you for putting out shitty graphics. I don't know, <laughs> like that's dramatic and it's not actually the case, but um, you got to keep your eyes open and you got to keep your eyes open for areas where design is needed, but it's not being asked for, for whatever reason. Right. Like either people just assume you're overloaded and can't handle it. They don't even know that design could help with this specific thing and they're just fine sending out a Word doc PDF to everybody instead of like a nicely laid out and branded one. But yeah, taking initiative for me as a marketing designer means looking out for problems that I could be solving that no one has asked me to solve yet. Yeah. Because I know that it adds up to a whole and is really important. Has this come with experience for you? Because I find... Oh, yeah. Yeah, I find like now that I'm nearly four years into my career, it's only really in the last year, like say year three, that I like am embracing this and like shifting my, I guess, realization that my 
impact and my value as a designer isn't necessarily just on executing work, but also on like, you know, pushing the team and like coming up with these new initiatives and talking about better ways to work. And, you know, it's more than just pixel pushing. Uh, And it's definitely taking me confidence to voice that and like be comfortable raising that to my team or like pushing back on my product managers, things like that. Um, What has that journey been like for you? I think that I might've come to it faster than other people might because of where I started my career. I was on a really small team for my first design job. Uh, There was two designers and then one left and it was just me as the designer for a while. Uh, A while, meaning like several months because I was only in the job for about a year and a bit uh, total. But it meant that I had a lot of responsibility on me to be handling a lot of things. And I got a lot of chances to try things out and to like add my own ideas in. And so even though I perhaps wasn't involved in the prioritizing of saying like, no, I think we should work on this instead, that sort of thing. I did have a lot of freedom to be coming up with my own ideas and own ways of solving the problem of presenting the brand or whatever. And I think that 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 start and having that, you know, having that guidance or like freedom, I guess, has fed into fed into this going forward where I just like, I don't know, started taking more and more liberties and asserting my opinion in more and more places. Uh, Yeah. And I think that I've gravitated to jobs where I can do that because I found it really suits me and fulfills me. Yeah. But it, it definitely took a while for, I think also when you first start out, you don't have the right gut yet, you know, mm-hmm. like it needs to be trained and you need experience to understand the most effective ways to solve a problem. And so I'm sure I made a lot of mistakes early in my career um, in the like types of initiative I took were perhaps not the best or like best use of time sometimes, but I'm grateful to have been in an environment where I could, yeah, learn on the job. Yeah, I think environment can definitely play a huge role in this. And I can totally see that maybe a smaller company or a smaller team, you naturally have a little bit more opportunity there, I think, to kind of have influence on these kinds of things. Whereas at a larger team, like where I'm at, it's a bit harder to to do that kind of stuff, uh, especially if you're a bit earlier on in your career. Um, so yeah, I think the environment definitely plays a role. And I think it's, it's cool to hear from you that you've identified that as something that like suits you and how you like to work I hadn't thought of that before but hearing you talk about it that way makes sense right like you have a team environment and a team culture that attracts those kinds of people who like to work in that way so that's really cool yeah what are some ways that you've found to that I don't know some ways that you've encouraged yourself to take initiative or felt okay with it what advice can we give to people who want to start doing this more I mean sometimes like there there has been moments where maybe I get a little bit of like encouragement from my manager or like maybe there's a goal I have and like taking initiative is like a step towards that goal so sometimes it can be more related to like my goal or my growth area or like when it where I want to go next in my career and getting some guidance from my manager other times it can come more intrinsically from me maybe it's like coming from a frustration about how we work like you know when I mentioned the handoff process right like that's like me identifying a gap or an opportunity and instead of just like not doing anything about it taking that initiative to make that change yes that is important Fem. I I just want to butt in there and say that because so many people just end up complaining about the situation or being like oh this sucks like I 
I wanted to design it this way, but I got asked to do it this way. And it's like, well, did you suggest the way that you wanted to do it? Did you raise this as an issue? Did you tell people that you didn't think this was the best way to solve a problem? No? Well, <laughs> I don't really know if you got a right to complain, to be honest, buddy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that is a huge one. I do think it's important to have that supportive environment, which hopefully our listeners have. <laughs> this is, I, I think this is the difference in that, in what I'm saying, it's not that like, just because you ask, you don't necessarily get it, but you at least got to try. Right, right. Uh, at least the first few times to make this happen. And if you keep trying to do this and you keep being told no, sounds like a shit place to work yeah. <laughs> and that they don't trust you. And I don't know, maybe it's time to start looking for a place where where you can do that sort of thing. Yeah. That's the harsh truth from me. <laughs> yeah, no, I love the harsh truth. I think some other like factors or motivators in this could be me as a designer, like foreseeing the future of this product and like thinking that, oh, well, if that's the direction we want to go, if we don't start thinking about that now, we're going to have a really hard time later on. Um, so like trying to think a little bit more longer term and pushing the team. I feel like often, I'm sure this is common amongst lots of different companies, but often we can get so tied up in like the immediate results and like we just got to ship this feature and, you know, kind of cram things into the product. And as a designer, of course, my job is to make sure that we're like, designing for scalability that it fits into the holistic framework and that kind of stuff and sometimes I identify opportunities there um, where we could maybe push a bit further or try something different uh, rather than you know I think it's easy to get like clouded in the like brief of the project and just kind of execute um, so yeah that's another place yeah like zooming out and thinking bigger picture I definitely think that's that's a really good way to sum up in general the advice here and how you can take initiative is a great place to start is thinking about the context that your work is fitting into. My example that I gave before, someone asking for an image, perfectly reasonable request, makes sense. Yep, we need an image to promote this feature. Where is that image going? Okay, social media. Hmm, I've noticed personally, and I know from research that moving images stand out more in a feed. Maybe I should apply that knowledge here. Right. You know, just thinking about that context uh, is where you can start coming up with ways to take initiative if perhaps it's not something that comes naturally to you because I'm aware that it's not for everyone like not everyone sits there and questions everything I think it's yeah you know it's a fault for me in a lot of ways <laughs> but uh, in some ways it's also a good thing so that's nice I think one thing I want to I just I want to make sure I clarify because I know I'm coming off strong in a lot of places here is that this is not about doing whatever the bleep you want like you know, other people be damned. And if they're not letting me do that, then I'm quitting. That's not what I mean. Um, and we talked about this a little bit in the going rogue. Yeah, you're taking initiative to better solve a problem. Make sure you do understand what that problem is. And if you don't, be open to learning about it. If the solution you suggest, if people come back and say that won't work for this, this and this reason, listen and learn from that. Yeah. You know? um, the point is that you asked and that you're thinking about it, not that all of your ideas get executed. Yeah, I think that's a good clarification to make. Yeah, just an important one to make, I think. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to be that person that's like taking initiative selfishly and just like yes. trying to put yourself ahead or put yourself above others or like do things that maybe are just disingenuous for the team, but like look good for you. And um, yeah, you got to have that team spirit too and think about like, not only how is this benefiting you and your career, but also the business or the company or like the impact that you're trying to make. Yeah. And I think where those things overlap, like that's the sweet spot of opportunity. Yep. 
what do you think, Fem, about the concept in general of going above and beyond, which is what we're recommending really in taking initiative is doing more or different than what you're asked of. Because, I don't know, I struggle with it. Sometimes I can see the arguments that work is work and you show up, <laughs> you do your job, you leave. And that's what they're paying you for. So why should you invest more personally, you know, in, in making things different? Um, you could put that energy towards other things in your personal life too. I don't know. What do you think about that? Because I, I worry when I'm giving this advice. I'm like, ooh, I don't know. Are some people going to, gonna, is this going to be a pushback to it maybe? Yeah, it's funny you bring this up because I was actually talking about this topic with my colleagues yesterday. Yeah? Yeah, and we were like sort of talking about how sometimes there's this feeling or this pressure to like always do more, right? More than what's asked mm. of you. And I've also sometimes experienced the goalpost move where like there's mm. an expectation set, like do this little extra thing, I do that. And then there's another extra thing and then all oh, going, like keep going, keep pushing. And that can get dangerous, I think, when you're like keep, the expectation just keeps building higher and higher and you're expected to do more and more and more. And yeah, I mean, I think there is a limit to that. I think everyone's limit to that is different, but I, I do think that's an important call out is that like, it is a job and I think it is up to you what you make of it. Um, and I do think it's unreasonable to expect employees to like continue pushing all the time, exceeding way beyond expectations. For me, I try to do this instead in like waves. So like I have a baseline of like meeting expectations, obviously for my role. And then now and then like I'll, I'll push a little bit further or go a little bit above and beyond in certain periods of a project um, instead of like trying to excel at that level all the time. Cause then I know that I'm just going to get burnt out. Yeah, that's a good point. And I, I think where I come to it from is if you want to progress in your career and you have a future at this place and you want to be moving up to the next level or whatever, this is what you need to be doing to, to demonstrate that you are, you should be promoted to demonstrate you can be moved to that level, that you can do that higher up role. If, if you're working at a job where you really don't care, uh, you know, or maybe you're just happy and content where you are, that's fine. Right. But you just have to realize that, that, you know, you're probably not going to be moved up if you don't want to, take initiative in this way and show that you're thinking about the way your design skills fit in and, and help the business. I think that's needed to be promoted and needed to progress in your career mm -hmm. and that your career progression will be limited if this is not something that you choose to do. Yeah, I think that that's totally fair and reasonable. Yeah, just don't burn yourself out, I guess, is my little tiny, tiny call into the void. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> don't burn out. Yeah, don't burn out. It's not worth it. Yeah. And yeah, look out maybe if that's the case and you're feeling that, look out for ways you can take initiative in a way that means doing less work, like the example I gave earlier. That could be, you know, initiative could help you in that situation. Or like the delegating. That's also why I started yes. to delegate is because of that. Like it was too much. I couldn't do it all on my own anymore. And like my time spent organizing these events was cutting into my time doing project work, which was then impacting my performance of project work, et cetera, et cetera. So yeah, delegating has also been a good strategy for me in these cases too. Nice. Well, I don't know. Any last thoughts or should we, should we wrap up here? Let's wrap it up. I think this was a great topic. Thanks for uh, bringing it up and writing about it in your newsletter. Folks should go and check that out if they're not already subscribed. Thanks, fam. It's called Marketing Design Dispatch. Yeah. And uh, I don't have a very pretty, short, easily to say URL for it, honestly. But if you just <laughs> go to my website, charlierue.com, any of the sign up 
forms on my site will technically add you to my newsletter. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> Where can people go fam to find more episodes of this show? You can go to designlife.fm. You can find us on Twitter as well. We are at designlife.fm and we'd love to hear from you if you have topic requests, suggestions, feedback, anything else you'd like to let us know. Yes, especially on this episode. Yeah. Definitely want to hear your feedback on this. What do you think about taking initiative? Like what was your reaction to this conversation that we had to it? Would love to hear that. Yeah, we love reading stories as well. If you want to mm-hmm. send us a story about something you've experienced and maybe our episode inspired you to have a different experience or something like that. So we'd always love to hear those stories too. Yes, please. Well, thanks for a good chat today, Pam. Yeah, catch you, next, you week. next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.